Hi, everybody. It's good old J.R. Jim Ross, a member of multiple halls of fame and the voice of AEW Wrestling. And you're listening to Bad Medicine Podcast, and you're going to like it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are once again coming to you live, live from the 13th floor of Nakatomi Plaza. 13th. We are broadcasting from the Whalen Corporation studios nestled in the heart of the Fox Valley, overlooking the crystal clear waters of Lake Winnebago. My name is Mason Quinn. To my far left is a man who, God bless his Chicago Bears, but he still has to be in bed by 8 o'clock or he'll turn into a pumpkin. My tag team partner, Diamond Dave Damone. To my left, to my right, rather that. <laughs> which way is which? Yeah, we'll Righty, get it. tidy, lefty, Lucy. To my right, a man <laughs> who has to bite his tongue every time he goes to somebody else's barbecue. The answer, Andrew. And to my left, a man who never met a power tool or a camera or a puppy he couldn't whisper to. The Appleton <laughs> Oak Dave Bay. <laughs> whisper. And who are you? I already introduced myself. I'm just Mason Quinn. Oh, just and Mason what should Quinn. our folks do if they're seeing this? Well... If you're seeing this and listening to it, push your drink down, <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, bang that bell, smash that subscribe button. You'll get updated on all of our new content and videos. It's, it's a lot of it. it's a lot of good stuff, That's isn't it, good. Oak? Oh, this is what the good. fuck is wrong with that guy? <laughs> this is, oh, this is good stuff. A lot of good stuff. So many, it's because he had that light down. beer. This is good stuff. Oh, God. you got for me is light beer? Shit. How classic was that? Tell her that destiny has brought you together. Oh, this is good stuff. I gotta write this Never stuff. goes out of style. And he couldn't even memorize it. He walks up to Lorraine <laughs> and flips open the bad. My density has brought me to the <laughs> I'm thinking that could be a winning move here I'm in uh, 2020. Destiny. That can yeah. actually. I'm thinking it could. Imagine a kid walking up and just the notepad. Saying, yeah, flipping open the notepad. Density has brought us together. Because that shows dedication, not even a notes, you know, app in his phone. He's going mm. with the, the notepad. Notepad. He did it old something style. Until Calvin Klein knocks out Biff and she completely yep. steals it all. You. Speaking of knockouts, the NFL this week. Oh fuck! Hey, why don't we, so, look what you did! Oh, right what there, I brutal. Did. Right there is what I want to start with. Uh, so, why are you in such a somber the, mood on the No Fun League? It's waiting for the XFL. Twenty twenty two. No, just uh, you know, you play four quarters, not just one, in the NFL. Unlike uh, the Packers did today, they like to play the first quarter and then just phone it in for the rest. Ah, come on, you knew this phone was going to be a bit of a letdown game. Well, Rodgers is now one and three in Tampa Bay. Just saying. At one point, five touchdowns, eight interceptions. Yeah, in Chicago. Mm -hmm. On a short week. On a short week. With uh, Nick Foles throwing lollipops. Mm -hmm. He still had a pick, at least. These are tough tough games for me. Anytime the Packers play Tom Brady. Of course, I'm going to cheer for the Packers because Green Bay because Wisconsin. But I love Tom Brady, and at the end of the day, I want to see the Packers win. Um and it sucks to see him not only lose, but like, to get fucking badly just trampled. <laughs> you know, Rogers is getting beat up all day. We haven't seen him knocked around like this all season. You know, no, and it was three, three sacks coming into this game, and at one point, I know Tampa had three. They probably have had more, but yeah, we're so by the time we're recording it, here. but uh, we had but to no, talk the, him the, off the, the ledge. The thing was though, too, is like. <laughs> Uh, it was. It was. Oh, hey, Devontae Adams is going to be back. No, that's not a good thing. Look at look at the offense. How well they worked together in New Orleans and against the Falcons two weeks ago. And last year they won the three games Devontae was not in. So are you saying that 
they are putting too much focus on Adams and taking away. I, I understand that Rodgers has the most confidence in him, especially when, you know, you try to throw a basic, you know, crossing route to Valdez Scantling and he likes to just drop it. And then EQ <laughs> uh, Equinemia St. Brown was back today. So like, obviously his time is going to be a little off because they ran two little quick outs to him that he ran a little bit wrong and that the timing was off with their throws should have been three steps or whatever Rodgers was doing to him, but he has to get back into it. But we really missed Lazard today, and then Tyler Irvin wasn't in today, and we did zero motioning. We always run motion pre-snap. He had a wrist injury, I believe, is what he was out with. Had the old Darnell Jefferson injury. 107 passing yards for Aaron Rodgers today. 107 passing yards. I'm glad you brought that up, Dave, because it's been, what, 156 attempts before we saw Aaron Rodgers' Throw first one. pick today for good old pick six and what uh, pick six? This was, was thir- his third, third of, of his, his career. career. Mm-hmm. But Manning I, or Brady has what two already this year? Yeah, it, well, it's just kind of funny to see they, Aaron Rodgers get yeah. actually flustered. The last one he had, I believe, uh, my brother was at that game against Cincinnati. It is funny how, you know, Rodgers was having fun joking around the first four games of the season, and all of a sudden that smile (laughs) turned upside down to a frown. Real quick. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting that him and Sue are quite the friends on the field, aren't they? They are. You know, (laughs) for as much crap as Indominus Sue gets, though, do you remember that show we were watching a couple years back called American Muscle on the Discovery Channel with uh, Barwis Methods? Yes. And they had Sue on there. He came off like hell of a guy on that show. I'm thinking what you see in the NFL – I think the the, pro- the problem turned, with Sue yeah. is that he's an old school guy playing in new school NFL. That's why people hate him and don't like him. I can go either way. Yeah, I know he's had some cheap shots against the Packers, but at the end of the day, if some. he was on your team, you'd be loving just it. Just gets up and oh, right. stomps on people's back, back and shit. Oh, that's the pass. And then the nut shot. Yeah. <laughs> but that one just before half. He could have laid into Rodgers, but this time he was nice and gave him that shove, and still, then things still got... High. Yeah, still, that's how Rodgers breaks collarbones, landing like that. Well, uh, right on the shoulder. Glass bones, you know, and it happens. He's a quarterback. It was a disappointing, a disappointing game to watch. Like, it's, it's disappointing any time you're... Hot. It's yeah. disappointing any time your team loses, but it's, it's more disappointing when they lose big, and it's even more disappointing when they lose big because of the fact that they're just playing like crap. I we'll mean, see... It's one thing to just get like flat out outplayed. It's another thing when when you're not performing nearly at your best. I'd rather see them go in and just take a straight up ass whooping than break my heart in the fourth quarter. That's how a lot of people are. I feel because we've had so many NFC Championship games that end that way. (laughs) It's like just rip my heart out right away. Don't 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 play around. (laughs) I I like how you say that. Yet you're the one that was like feeding that fire against Seattle. Oh, we got in the bag. It should have been in the bag. Hey, at the end of the day, guys, look at it this way. It's not our asses getting chewed at twelve sixty five. So they can deal with it. Imagine being the Seattle. The players, the fans, everyone else in that Super Bowl against Brady, though. Fourth and one on the goal line. <laughs> We've got the best running back in the NFL in the for short down for short yardage situations. Let's go over a pass. <laughs> and it gets <laughs> intercepted. Hey, if it would have been the Packers, they would have done a seven yard deep handoff. That's no, that's what Quinn likes. See it coming. It's my favorite play. Speaking of low, uh, yeah, low tell I want to go back to your format their best because it's not like Tampa was just 
coming out of nowhere. They have a yeah. top 10 defense, and the Packers started off real hot. So I want to say the Packers were playing at their best. It was, it was just it was, it was the pick six the by, pick. by a Jamal Dean that was just a huge momentum swing. That one, and then the second the one second one, the wheels started really yeah. kind, of, well, kind of coming off. So Monte should have had that one, but... At yeah, the same time, was you know. So, are you saying, answer that having a marquee, big name, big money wide receiver doesn't do you any favors? It, dep- it depends. Uh, I mean, we, I would, how we've performed without him, how yeah. we've opened up our offense without him, and Rodgers doesn't focus solely on him like he seems to. I mean, he had 111 catches last year. It's not like Rodgers isn't always looking at him. Yeah. And both interceptions happened today when he was trying to force it to Devontae Adams. Yep. The See, first one, he stared it down. Yep, tunnel vision all the way. See, I think this goes back to the conversation we had earlier where – I didn't think uh, Thomas was worth the money going to the Saints. Michael Thomas. Or Michael Thomas, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, are, are we at that segment of the show, Dave? Can we riff on this for a little bit? Go for it. All right. So <laughs> I thought that the Saints, and then we talked about this with um, – the JT and Don. JT and the Don. Great Thank you. Great the podcast. Yes. Check them out. So Such, good. I barely so remember great their friends. Yeah. No, <laughs> but uh, I was telling them that I didn't think it's worth the money to spend to spend that amount of cash on a wide receiver because of how how little they touch the ball in the game actually versus like a marquee left tackle or a solid running back or of course a quarterback or maybe a killer linebacker or something like that. I don't think they're worth the money. Quarterback focuses on them. You know, maybe they force some throws. Things happen. When you have just kind of a bunch of guys who are of average skill, I think that gives you a little bit better chance to work around so the field a little Joe bit. Joe Montana would might argue that point. Well, what, that's, what do you mean? You're nitpicking you mean? there, Oak. Jerry Rice, John Taylor, Brent Jones, Dwight Clark. I mean, Roger Craig. He had a whole slew of Hall people of to throw to. Right, but he had. He, well, the point I'm making is that he had Jerry Rice. He had a Hall of Famer wide receiver to throw to. So I'm telling. I'm saying that I think it does help to have a super stud does. of a wide receiver. I mean, it's look. You're either going to get pe- people to double team them, and then it opens up other guys, or it's one on one coverage. Well, look and they at have a possibility. Green Bay when they had Sterling Sharp and nothing else around him, they were losing. And then when they started getting more and more pieces before his untimely injury, that's when Favre started to ascend as well. Except before, or after he held out for more money. Oh, for what? For one day, and still played the next day, and still <laughs> scored a touchdown. Don't get into it with okay, Sterling so Sharp, Mike, Michael Thomas, dude. Yes, you you're saying that he's not worth the money and he no. isn't producing. But dude produced records last year. So I guess when you're saying that, like, what is your... Clearly, he's doing something. Mm-hmm. What have you done for me lately? As uh, Eddie Murphy got would us, say. Got, us to, got okay. them to the divisional game, and then look how shitty they're playing this year without him. That is a very <laughs> good point. He, you know what, answer? Oh, Here's the oh, problem. Oh, okay, okay, Here's okay. the problem, okay? This totally discredits my argument. You, you brought in is? a hired gun. <laughs> you brought in a hired gun for one season who did some things, okay? Prima donna wide receiver did some things. What's going to happen uh, maybe next year? Maybe the year after that when Drew Brees is gone? Because he will be gone eventually, and you're going to have all this money tied up in a guy, and... W- what are you going to go get one of the McDown brothers to throw passes to him? You know, see if he's, they're available. Uh, hey, he made Teddy Bridgewater look pretty good last year, along with Alvin Kamara. Uh, there's you can't have and that much money. Teddy's, tied. Uh, We've in talked Carolina. about this. We've talked about this at length on the podcast. Any team that has more than and this is quarterbacks, for example, you could apply it to wide receivers as well. Any team that has more than seventeen percent of their salary in their quarterback has never won the Super Bowl. 
doesn't happen. You put that much money in one guy, you can't afford to build anything else around him. It's a mistake. You got something to say, Oak? No? I'm just... Let her rip. I don't know where your arguments are going. Are we, are we arguing for the better quarterback or not, or the receiver? What I'm saying or? is when you have that much money tied up in just one guy, and especially well, a receiver because, like, I was who just... hardly touches the ball. I mean, okay, on a stellar day, he might touch the ball eight times, maybe ten. You know? That's a lot. That can make a big difference in a game, even it five can, or six how, catches. How, how often does that happen? I don't know. Look. Dude set records. Yeah, the last two years he's had the most and catches. Most did yards, they win a Super Bowl with him? Don't he? I'm sure if there's any did they win? Watching this, no. Oh, you're gonna blame the refs? Oh, oh, they got screwed. They did. Typical Bears fan over here whining about the no, refs. No, not dude, even. Dude, you saw big, that blatant fucking call yeah. pass as they see it. Oh, yeah, it, okay. it was bad. That was the fucking worst thing ever. And right now, Drew Brees could be using Michael Thomas to help facilitate better besides to Elvin Kamara. Yeah, some other guys are stepping up, but it's not enough to where Michael Thomas, dude had could have three guys on him and still make a play like crazy. So And then he draws oh, the crowd he... that allows Emmanuel Sanders to start running rampant and then Smith to run Sanders around to be able to get Lord. catches underneath the defense. It just just saying how about sense. that Tom Brady? <laughs> Tom, you know, Tom, Tom Brady, Brady showing what it's like ever, to be a pro. Here's a guy who can't ever guard a tight end. Here's a guy who shows up. We t- we were talking in the last uh, few weeks about the lack of uh, of Rob, Rob Gronkowski on the field. Uh, we saw him make a few nice plays here today. Did you so. have the stats on Gronk's? Uh, you know, while I you're might. looking on that, I think what happened is I think Vince McMahon came down to uh, Joe Robbie Stadium and showed him <laughs> how to catch passes, just like he had to show him how to jump off the crow's nest at NXT. Uh, he had five receptions for 78 yards and a touchdown. That is a solid day He's for a tight done. end. That is a very good day. And can we say maybe a coming out party for Gronk this season? You know what a coming out party <laughs> is, right? <laughs> coming out party this season for Gronk. As in tight end, catching, actually making some plays because okay. what he had 52 yards <laughs> on there. Just want to make sure. Uh, yeah, no, he's uh, you know he hasn't really been worked much into their game plan. You know, we're now what six six they're games saving six, six games into the season, and uh, you know they start really utilizing him. And you know maybe that's one of the influences that Brady had down there in Tampa. Like, look, you guys went out to get this guy. He came out of retirement to come specifically play with me. Let me throw the ball to him. We've got good chemistry, and you know even though the playbook that we're working with obviously is different than what it was in New England. There's just good chemistry, timing, and everything with this guy. And well, as OJ be- Howard out for the year helps though too. Their actual starting tight end. They He's were rotating all three. Of them. Renfall, they were but, right, but, but was, was right, but was here's the thing with with Gronkowski coming in was Howard getting five catches a game for eighty yards and a touchdown. He had a touchdown last uh, two weeks ago before he got hurt, but yes. We'd have to pull up his stats again, but I'm pretty sure OJ has three touchdowns on the season. I think two of them came in one game, though. But, no, I think it's awesome that Gronk is finally kind of – no, granted, it is against the Packers' defense. Here's the thing that's happening, okay? The Packers (laughs) do this every year, right? (laughs) There'll be a guy who's having a down year, and he hasn't, you know, delivered yet this season, and they're waiting and they're waiting on him. And what happens? He comes and plays the Packers and just lights up the field. It happens every year. That's all this was. I don't think Tampa Bay is as good as they're – showing today this happens every year with the Packers they run into a buzzsaw and they just get destroyed this is one of their two games I said they would lose this year it's totally fine this is the you know one I'll 
be a gimme to old TB. And, uh, you know, they'll lose one more in the regular season, and then it's on to the Super Bowl. I don't see why you guys are so worried. <laughs> Look at this dick. Well, I don't know if they're going to go to the Super Bowl because the Bears now are tied for first. Oh, God. Oh, How many times have the Bears <laughs> shit down their leg north. and you still haven't learned? He's <laughs> in all peacocking. <laughs> I think We're the pop, five and one. The pop is one. extra high well, today. I mean, it was got to be. You got to be feeling pretty good, though, right? Well, Slightly. I'm a little worried about Matt Nagy's play calling. Well, I love the the fact that you guys caused the fumble against Carolina in the next play. Nick Foles does a lollipop interception. Which he had no business throwing. He was was already getting tackled. Yeah, he was already getting tackled while throwing. It's like, Nick. (laughs) Just take the three. Take the three points. Trubisky would have never done that. He would have outran it. He's a winner. He would have threw it cross field. What did Foles have? 23 for 39 with 198 yards, one touchdown, one interception. The their running game, their offensive line is just terrible, and Matt Nagy needs to get out of his own way. And I swear to God, if we see one more goddamn pass to tight end Harris for no goddamn reason, I might flip some shit, dude. Because we got it, we got to get him involved, Dave. No, you don't need to involve Harris. You got <laughs> a fucking your top pick of this year's draft Gosh. commit. today. Has there Why ever been? Has there they ever been a year? Him. Here's, here's an interesting question. I'm looking at the other scores of the game, or of the, excuse me, I'm looking at the other scores of the day. Has there ever been a year, and Andrew, you might be able to pull this up, where there have been so many teams of one and five or like zero oh and six? <laughs> Is it, I, I feel like there's check out that NFC North. I feel or, like uh, NFC West, East. Yeah, I feel like the teams' records this year are worse than ever. So the Falcons. Are one and five, and the Vikings are one and five. The Giants played the Washington football team. They're both one and five. Um, the, Somebody's the winning. Ravens played the Eagles. The Eagles are one four and one. How about those real, Ravens? How, real quick to all. It seems like we pissed off half Baltimore, but oh. I just want to say. Philly almost came back and won that game against Baltimore. Now, Jets, Jets are 0 6. Just, just saying, Ravens could do better. They, and we know it, but gosh darn, man. Hey, well, hey, there, like, I, I like I said, they had, they had five, they have five big weeks coming up. They got Pittsburgh twice. They got Tennessee in there, New England, which. Which New give England are you going to see? Yep, give or take. And then uh, I believe there was... Uh, when was the last time New England started off 2-3? and three? Not since 2002. That was the year after they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, when they didn't even make the playoffs and didn't stats, have a winning record that stats year. Stats and research over here. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, if Baltimore wants to start This winning, guy can fire off Tom Brady's bad <laughs> season. Because Green Bay went in there <laughs> where Tom Brady's talked about this story because they did that. 100 year thing and yeah, he was yeah. with Favre and he was like telling him he was like we go in there you guys brought in two quarterbacks off the streets Brian Westbrook was one of them who hadn't played in like a year mm-hmm. and I was like I'm thinking I'm gonna have a great day I'm throwing picks and Favre's just going right down the field and scoring and yeah we beat the Favre defending did. Super Bowl champions in Foxborough that's what Favre did he got shit done yep except in Dallas he'd be a little freaked out down there 
Never. Did old football IQ? Did they have a, a week Bye off? Week. They have a uh, no. They have they Monday play, night tomorrow night yep. against the Cardinals. What's the oh, um? How's how's Prescott? Did we get an update on? He's doing well. No infections after yeah, surgery. Yes, still there's still, but they're gonna test him every day oh, he had for to infections. Have, he had to have surgery. Yeah, he had to have Dude, surgery. It was, bad. it was a compound fracture in compound his ankle. Compound fracture and dislocated uh, ankle. The mm-hmm. bone came out, huh? Mm-hmm. So it's said, couldn't see it with a sock on, obviously. Well, that and then, like, you pointed out last week how tight the tape was on it. You know, that kind of can kind of help oh, hide it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, it yeah, the it, they said four to six months recovery, and the Joneses did assure that their number one priority was re-signing him. But yeah, boy. that's that's easy to come out that's and say now. That's easy to say. Just yeah. wait the, till the dislocation the, worries me until more Andy than, Dalton than just the break. The ginger once cannon. It, once it's been, once they've been dislocated, I feel like it dislocates easier a second that's time than the first I, time. I, I, well, I, I basically... Not, we're not doctors. Uh, we're not doctors, guys. No, that's... Speak for yourself. No, you remember... Mel Gibson, the doctor of thugonomics. You remember Mel Gibson and Lethal Weapon? I was just going to bring up Lethal Weapon. Do that, pop it back in on the filing cabinet. (laughs) Well, I thought you said Vin Diesel could do that because he did that in Riddick. Yeah, in Riddick, he can go over the top. He can dislocate both of his shoulders. Oh, Lethal Weapon. Just so you guys know, in the (laughs) NFC East, Dallas is winning that conference or division at two and three. That's That's how good that division is. That's how Mike McCarthy wants to win. That's That's his style. It was dirty. It, it, it didn't hey, smell real hey, good. Hey, you want a division title with a seven, eight, and one record? That's right. It's a low football IQ. Low football IQ. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've got enough NFL talking so far here to kick off this week's podcast. I think it is time that we roll into oh. the answers so. weekly. Power rankings. Take it away, Andrew. All right. Since we pissed off Baltimore last week, we got to. I'll have a little ten through six now, just just to keep ten them appeased. Six. Yep. So just a quick rundown of ten Ra- through six. Rapid fire. Exactly. We got Tampa Bay at number ten. Buffalo at nine. Now, obviously, Ooh, this is before this is before their big matchup tomorrow against Kansas City. Number eight, the Los Angeles Rams. I think they're going to. I, they should get past San Francisco, a depleted San Francisco they team. Should. <laughs> Number seven, Diamond Dave's Chicago Bears. So close. You don't think seven's They're a little so high? Close. <laughs> no. Five and one, dude. They do have the lowest uh, point differential for a winning team in their wins. But they the do best, that all the time. Best red zone do. defense in the NFL. That, that can help. And then number six is uh, your uh, Baltimore Ravens. Ooh, falling out of the top five. Wow. It's for well, two they, weeks in a row. Yeah. Two weeks in a row. You know what I think Baltimore's problem is, is that uh, if they want to win, they need to put in Trace McSorley. That guy's a winner. I watched him at Penn State. He'd be, he'd be swinging for the fences every time. Baltimore, you want to win, get it right. Trace Let me hear the comments. I'll, I'll burn you down in your low football he, IQ like Mike McCarthy. Go on, answer. Tell him how it is. He doesn't go on the internet, so he won't respond to any of those. Probably guys. not. <laughs> but no, no, but feel free to go at Mason Quinn. Trace McSorley. But on <laughs> number five, I have the Tennessee Titans. Mr. Derrick Henry is just a man among boys just when he runs the ball. That 94 yard touchdown run was like he, he was running away from him. Usually you have that big boulder big type. Back, they, yeah. It's like, okay, they get in field. Okay, they're going to get ran. Him. Someone's catching them a lot. Even a linebacker might catch him. No one caught him. He just was gone. Uh, today, 174 of his 212 rushing yards were after contact. And in the last two seasons, he's had three 200-yard games. 
he had three 200 yard games. The rest of the NFL combined three 200 yard wow. games. So he's a man. Just he a man is impressive. How long can a guy play at that level, taking that kind of abuse? You know, it makes you well, wonder. Well, like I said, how like long Jerome, can the people playing against him take, take that, that kind of abuse? Well, well, I always said, well, look at Jerome Bettis. He had a night. I mean, usually you have like the Natron Means and the Craig Head Haywards. They have like the the little short well, Christian, Ironhead. Christian Okoye took Christian one big Okoye. hit from Steve Atwater. Done. That was Dunsey for his career, it seemed. But like Jerome Bettis was able to go for a long time. But like I was telling you, by the end there, he was like dressed up like the Michelin Man with so many pads and everything. Yeah, he was throwing so, means, Mo. He was San Diego, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. Chargers. Yeah. Single handedly got Super him to the Super Bowl. Chargers. That didn't go so well for him against <laughs> Steve Young. Dude, yeah. that win today from the Titans, though, was very stellar. That statement mm-hmm. game is what AJ I believe Brown, they man. call that. Good receiver. Very good. It's too bad they got Ryan Tannehill. But anyway, <laughs> number four. I can't believe they had to drop what they had to after today's game. Your Green Bay Packers. Whoa. Oh. You, don't, you don't think you're overreacting just a touch hey, one down to four. They're still in the top five. Now, they ran into quicksand because after the first interception <laughs> yeah, by did. Jamal Dean, that was a pick six. That was like that was a huge momentum swing, followed by the second one. And then Obviously, focusing on Adams and then Tyler Irvin out. And then I uh, don't know the extent of David Bakhtiari's injury, but it seemed as soon as he went out as we still kind of maybe had a chance because we were still down 21. They doubled, they blitzed toward him with a stunt, and then Rick Wagner was like, I don't know who to take. Oh, <laughs> Rogers, you're on the ground. Uh, they'll, they'll be yeah, all right. Yeah. There's, so, there's tons so, of great left but, tackles but, to pick but up does, in the league. <laughs> yeah. They're everywhere. He's the highest rated uh, left tackle since 2016. So... That hurts. It's, it does he hurt. He looked I, I th- like he was I think all right. I think he'll yeah. be fine. They went, they went back and they replayed the thing. Yeah, let's see where he gets hurt here. Yeah. It looks yeah. like he uh, know. fell over. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really he's kind of hobbling really a little sure. bit. But, you know, see anything there. he'll be fine. And, you know, like you said, I think this is just a game maybe they needed. They needed the punch in the mouth. Maybe yep. it, it was like they were coasting. And, you know, next week they have the Texans. And, I mean, for being one and five, they are a pretty good explosive team. But. It's in Houston, so we just got to come out and just be for dead sucking. Ass. They don't suck as much as you would well, think they, they would they suck. Had, well, they had a, they the had record a, doesn't indicate well the their level of their suck. first their first month was tumultuous. They had Kansas City, tumultuous. then then they had Kansas City, Pittsburgh, <laughs> and Baltimore. Like in the first three weeks, that is pretty yeah. tumultuous. I will say. See, word of the day calendar is working out. It is. Anybody else have anything to add on Green Bay? Well, I just think that this is the kind of game you need to take so that you can go back. Because, you know, I think all of us here played football at some level. And this is the game when you lose, you go back to practice on Monday or Tuesday, whatever it is for him. And the coach just has that look like, ah, see, not as good as you thought you were. You went out there and got your asses whooped. By an old ass Tom Brady. You just got now, what your are you going by a bunch of nerds. So, yeah, I think this is the one that makes them angry. You know, because they were. They were joking around and smiling and having fun. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's easy to have fun beating up on the Vikings and, you know, all these other subpar teams. You, that's Quinn. that's no problem. You think Lafleur is going to give him the old speech? You know, when you were a baby, <laughs> and your father was looking down on you in the crib. He only had one wish, that he would someday grow up to be a man. <laughs> well, look at you. You just got your ass just whipped by a bunch of goddamn nerds. That's what they're going to say. Somebody should um, 
somebody should do a uh, one of those <laughs> the, deep the deep fakes with Lafleur's <laughs> face, and then have the Packers be the Revenge of the Nerds people. Nerds! Oh, oh, that'd be oh, worth it. God. It's hard to do. So up. Somebody, yeah, no. you need we, those. We so need then, uh, number three. Oh yeah, we're still doing the yeah, countdown. Wait, what countdown. number are we on? Three. Number three. Number three. Yeah, but pie number three. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, today, they just beat <laughs> Cleveland. They had their most efficient defensive game since week 17 of 2008, also against these Cleveland Browns. But a big hit to their defense as Devin Bush has torn his ACL and he's out for the season. He, he was like the replacement of Ryan Shazier, who, was, who had his neck, you know, neck injury and is never going to play football again. But he was supposed to be the next big linebacker, and now he's out for the rest of the year. But they still have TJ. Was Miles Garrett playing today? Yeah, he, uh, you wouldn't be I, able to tell. Well, he, 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 shit. he did have a sack. Oh, well, he he beat he, he beat a triple team. But yeah, I mean, he only did have one. He sack. didn't uh, he didn't throw his helmet at good old Mason Rudolph. <laughs> no, did he? Rudolph stayed on the sidelines where of he deserves. No, that guy's, a, that guy's another winner. <laughs> he folks, wants him to lead your team, folks. We will admit. We got it wrong. The Browns, the comments were lit on the Browns. Guys, you got your wish. They are out of the top five. They're out of the top ten. Out of, they dropped significantly wow. because of that loss we there. T- we took are a little bit of heat from the Browns. Answer, there, huh? Well, that was be, look, they were playing lights out, but then, give you know, you, well, they, give it to them. They came in not knowing if Odell, <laughs> if Jarvis, or, or Baker were going to come in healthy today. Uh, are they you were saying? All on the list. Are you saying, answer for everybody at home, <laughs> that the Browns are who they thought they were? Yes. yes. They are who <laughs> we thought, thought they, they were. were. I tried giving them a little we bit of hope. A little bit of hope. <laughs> we let them off the but they just said, fucking fuck <laughs> on me. Play it. <laughs> fuck on me. There it is. Oh. Baker Mayfield. We trash. had him. He got we yanked. He got yanked, didn't he? Yeah. Well, it's because they were getting their ass beat so bad that he got pulled. Oh, they should have pulled Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland, how many times are you guys going to? You're as bad as the Bears. How uh, many times are you going to do it to yourself? So, so Garrett had four total tack- tackles, three solo, one sack, one tackle for loss. So, yeah, he got pretty much manhandled today. Yeah. Actually, it was, it was, it was revenge for It's because he couldn't use his helmet to swing. You know, yeah. in a normal game, though, that's actually pretty good stats when you're not getting pounded. Yes. Yeah. When you still give up 38. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. Well, to be fair, like the entire front office of the Browns came directly from Green Bay. So there is that. Hey, I do want to add the Steelers are looking great. Uh, I just don't know if they're going to last long enough into the into well, the playoffs. I just because they, the playoffs, when the playoffs come, playoffs, playoffs <laughs> say it. they seem <laughs> to not coming. always fully finish. Um, well, next week is the big game uh, yeah, with they, Baltimore and Pittsburgh facing off. They've beaten a bunch of nobodies so far. It's going to be a big game. That, that can allow your Baltimore Ravens to get back in the top five. They just have to win. <laughs> not without McSorley oh, winging them McSorley. balls. Anything else to add on Pittsburgh, fellas? Nope. Uh, overrated, playing a bunch of nobodies. <laughs> Stay. Hey, be nice. That's I like Pits- Pittsburgh. I thought you were talking about Baltimore. I'm talking about Pittsburgh. Oh, them too. Okay, oh so God. both. All yeah, right. that, 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 that whole Pennsylvania area, I got no love for you. All, all of that area. <laughs> take take the Philadelphia Eagles with you, you too, while you're at it. You got... Pittsburgh and a bunch of Amish in between. Yep. A bunch of Yinzers. Yes. All right, number two. 
We got the reigning defending Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, they could have. Go- it depends also too, like how I'd rank them if they just go out there and dominate Buffalo. Like I think they would. They could easily be number one, but right now I'm going to keep them at number two. Yeah, well, the record indicates as such. So I mean, if and, you ain't uh, undefeated, but can't I'm be just interested one. to see. We won't see it this week, but I'm interested to see how they're going to incorporate Le'Veon Bell because I mean they have a stud at huge. stud at running back right now and uh, armies or whatever. no. It's, well, how was Le'Veon doing for the Jets before he came over? I even had him on my team. It's Edwards was he doing anything? A year, Edwards. Yeah, St- stats and research. How was Le'Veon doing C-A-G. with the Jets? When Le'Veon, he was there. Was, well, was he dude, doing anything? The Jets. So the Jets Understandably, are just seriously trash. But still. But, and don't they, count, and he's almost, sat out the last like two weeks. Yeah, so, so it's almost he, like he don't count the, his years with the Jets. It's almost like you have to look at Pittsburgh's stats with him more so than the Jets because the Jets are so god-awful. It's, you can't watch oh, Edwards. It's hilarious. But didn't hilarious he sit out for a year uh, after well, Pittsburgh? Well, he sat out a year after Pittsburgh, went to the Jets. Jets. He, he did all he right. He ended up playing for Pittsburgh see, eventually. that's what I'm saying. I'm no, worried that the, we're remember, basing him out. off I gotcha. previous performance of like three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. That's a long-ass time for a running back. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be a bust, but I'm saying if you think this guy's going to come in and be Derrick Henry. That's they're, not happening. Well, they're more it's than still likely, the Showtime Mahomes. Well, show. they're gonna, they're gonna. Well, they're not, they're not gonna focus their whole offense around Le'Veon Bell when you no. have Mahomes. You have Tyreek Hill. What if they did? Have, like first have, twenty <laughs> plays, just handoff. The first three plays are handoffs, and Le'Veon's doing his old ju- junking and with, juking and driving. With that offense, there, I. Do it's just not, another weapon. I do not see Le'Veon Bell getting more than ten touches. That's counting passing and handoffs. Because you have Edwards Hilaire is still going to be your first be and second down back. To see. It'll be interesting to see how that all works out. Because yeah. then you'll have, I mean, you still got to get the ball to Tyreek Hill. You got to still got to get it to, well, Watkins is out a couple weeks, but then Hardman has really come on. Kelsey. I mean, they got, a, they got a slew of weapons. So you just got to get it to somebody another, who's going to get it in the end zone is pretty much the only thing you yeah. have to do. And, and it's Pat Mahomes, so and they've he already, has no problem finding anybody. They've already thrown team. it to hey, left tackles and to fullbacks. Well, that was the past, Quinn. We already knew. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's never going to be in the past. It's never going to be in the past. 20 years from now. We're all waiting with bated breath answer. This week, week six of the National Football League, who does the answer have at number one? The Seattle Seahawks, oh. your favorite team. <laughs> the old sea chickens. The old Seahawks, huh? I mean, you got DK Metcalf right now, 22 Tearing catches. Up. 496, five touchdowns, would have had six if he went to, uh, you know, laid up at the end. How many catches today? Or no, in, in the, on the season. <laughs> Give me daily statistics. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 on the season. Well, because they're on a bye this week. So he has he had 22 catches on the season for 496 and five touchdowns. And then Russell Wilson right now has a current QB rating of 129.8. Imagine moving Probably up to the, the number one spot in your bye week. Yeah. I mean, that's well, something, you know. Because people fall back. Right? That, that happens that in happened? the NCAA power, in the rankings yeah. all the time. Hmm. Dude. The Badgers have moved up three spots and have yet to play a game. <laughs> they were 19 to start <laughs> their 16 now. They lost their now. starting quarterback, too. Uh, they're, yeah, but they're bringing in the four-star recruit, Graham Mertz. Yeah, that worked real well with Austin Kavikis, who is, or whatever his name is, who's now hey. playing out in Nevada. He was supposed to be a stud. Mm. So. Whatever. We've had quarterback <laughs> issues here in Wisconsin for a lot need, of years. We just we need a guy to hand yeah, off. Yeah, we don't that's need, all we need. We don't, Yeah, we don't need a – I mean, when we had Russell Wilson, it was amazing. That's what Graham Mertz is supposed to be, the second coming of Russell Wilson. But Easy look at there. Scott Tolzien. Easy. 
Scott Tolzien got us to a Rose Bowl. He did the same exact thing as Russell Wilson right. did. So hand off, hand off, hand off, play ball. action, play throw action, it to Jared Abadares. Hey. Anyway, so back to Seattle. Yes, Denver. back so, to Seattle. Quinn, it's ironic that earlier that day that you said, "Who would we trust with less than two minutes to drive you eighty yards?" Russell Wilson. Yeah. What did Russell Wilson do against with Minnesota? Four yards <laughs> for the winning touchdown. Against Minnesota, Yo, because Minnesota stupid Vikings. Zimmer. Oh, let's go for it on fourth. No, take the no, points. Take Make them have to score a touchdown points. and have exactly. to get a two get point. a two point conversion. The yeah. fact that he went for that, I was. Uh, I'm like, it would have one thing if the touchdown would have won the game. Touchdown wouldn't even. It would have tied the game. They would have had to get the two points. Mm-hmm. So it was. It was very confusing that they did that but uh, I will not argue with your Seahawks being number one a solid looking team led by uh, a real solid quarterback who can really he can really do everything he will finally get the MVP this year you think so yep so we all sure. agree that the Seahawks are number one, but the question is (laughs) the question is the only issue I have is I'm going to be a homer here Bears should be at least number six. <laughs> oh, God. Just saying. Move up one spot. Not Just one. saying. Not hey, Dave, who's better? I want Bal- that number six. <laughs> who's better, Dave, Baltimore or Chicago? Well, if we're going to break this down technically, we're going to have to set up a whole nother 30 minutes. So oh, I another said, 30 minutes. I said I was going to be a homer on that one okay. and said they should have six. All right. All right. We'll allow it this one they time. They are who we, we thought they were. <laughs> Not unless Trubisky's well, Let's find brand. out who our good friend of the podcast, Nick Dobson, thinks they are. Oh, look, he's calling in. <laughs> Nick Dobson. <laughs> Your timing could not be more impeccable. How are you doing this week, oh, bud? But he rips on me hey, for saying tumultuous. Two things I want to get out of the way. Uh, what a dick. Quinn? Yes. What's up? I just wanted to extend my condolences on the loss of your of your dog, pal. Oh, thanks, buddy. Right, Appreciate thanks, that. Absolutely. Thank you. And um, I also want to thank you guys for having me on, on every Sunday. It means a lot to it means a lot to me. I really appreciate you guys. Well, we love having you on, and the fans all love uh, your input here. So um, it is it is our pleasure. So uh, we decided to switch things up a little bit this week and include a top ten. We're just going to kind of skim through ten through six and focus a little bit on the top five. Coming in at number ten, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number nine, we have the Buffalo Bills. Number eight, we have the Rams. Number seven, we have the Bears. Number six, the Ravens. Now into our top five. Um, Debuting in the top five this week, we have the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Number four spot, the Green Bay Packers drop from number one to number four. Um, Coming in at number three this week, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number two, the defending Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. And your number one NFL team and the answers weekly power rankings the Seattle Seahawks. Mr. Dobson, what say you? Um, okay. I am I am going to have to sign and say my number one team is the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I'm going to flip the Steelers and the Chiefs around. Wow. Ooh. Oh, you're putting the Steelers up in number two, huh? Yeah. Now, the Chiefs could always jump them, but for right now, today... If I vote to be in the undefeated team, I'm going to go with the Steelers. Um, might be a little recency bias on my part, after all. <laughs> anyway, um, the number my number four team, 
will be. Oh shoot! I hate having these brain faults. I'll go with the Tennessee Titans. Okay. Oh, four. What do you think about what do you think about Derrick Henry's game today? Oh, the guy is a beast. The guy is a beast. the guy is a freaking angel. <laughs> and, um, I loved watching him on college game day yesterday. It was pretty cool. All right, who do we got at number five? I think Pittsburgh. Um, oh, I'll put the Ravens in my top five again. Wow, the Packers. Ravens are in your top five again. The Green Bay Packers falling out of the top five. Uh, just a real quick thoughts oh, wait, on. Wait, 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 wait. I didn't say the Packers yet. No, no. Oh my bad. They'll be my fifth team. I'm sorry. Oh, 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 oh. we got suck at Baltimore. <laughs> so you don't you, Baltimore. You don't think uh, we don't have to go all the way through the top ten? Top five is pretty good. So you think even after getting uh, trounced today, the Packers still what? deserve to be in the top five? Yes, and I got I got to have a loose ends with Dave. Dave, you were right. I was wrong on Tuesday. You're beautiful. I'm ugly. You're skinny. I'm not skinny. You're right about Brady. <laughs> oh, yes. I was kind of confused there, Nick. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, uh, for anybody following you on What'd social you media, do? we saw you had some interesting commentary <laughs> on the Minnesota Vikings today. Um, How does it feel losing to Atlanta? Uh, well, are you okay right now, Nick? Do uh, you need a hug uh, after this game? I am totally fine, actually. Can, can, can I tell you guys just a really quick story, and I promise I'll make it really short. You go right ahead. Okay. As you know, David, uh, me and my sister have tried to go to a, get to a Vikings-Buffalo game um, uh, once a year in Minnesota um, a couple years ago. Um, I'm like, Kate, if the Vikings play at home on my birthday, we gotta go. We gotta go. And, uh, I got tickets. They were playing Buffalo. And this was before Buffalo was good. And, um, Buffalo was 0-2. And they were, they looked terrible. And they went into Minnesota and they beat us 34-7 on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> So after that, I am pretty impervious to that pain. <laughs> You're impervious to the pain. <laughs> I see you on Facebook. We're saying that uh, certain people with certain last names should change it as a, as to not be associated with the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, it, it, it's guys. I tell you what, it's it's a, it's a tough uh, it's a tough it's a tough existence being a Vikings fan. <laughs> <Exist>. <laughs> you know what? You know what, but maybe it's a good thing because maybe it will help get the most overpaid bum in the history of overpaid bums out of the Vikings forever. You don't I mean am... Kirk Cousins. Oh, he sucks. Oh, <laughs> he, is, uh, he is the most inconsistent quarterback. Um, Dobber, he's not the problem. Oh, oh he's not, is he? <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw that guy. He was a winner at Michigan State, and he was a winner pretty much everywhere else he went. Okay, if you guys want to talk about system quarterback, look, look up Paul Cousins, Michigan State. That's a system quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Dahmer, we, uh, we all send our condolences here at the podcast. Uh, we appreciate you joining in again this week, and uh, we'll uh, – you know, for the sake of your well-being, we'll keep our fingers crossed that the Vikings can pull one out next week. Who do the Who do the Vikings have next week? Oh, they can't 
possibly lose. Well, maybe they can find a way to pip on the bye week. <laughs> okay, they have a bye week. All right, we'll, we'll be on uh, the party boat. Dabber, we appreciate you joining in again. Like uh, we will one touch. Thing. One quick thing. One quick thing. Um. Uh, shoot, I forgot. I forgot. Never mind. I forgot that. Quick. All right. Well, when you remember it, write it down, and we'll circle back and revisit next week. Remember that for our remember the answers power rankings. Thank you, Dabber. We're gonna get back to it, but you have a good night and. uh I'll see you tomorrow. Good day. All right. <laughs> that's, 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 that's chest day. We, Dover and I train chest on Mondays at the gym. Doesn't everybody? So when he, when yeah. he, it's International Mondays. Chest Day. It's Monday. Yeah. But when he hollers out titty day, I'd like to just <laughs> clarify. We're not like, let's go to a strip club Whatever. or something on Mondays. Well, well, Monday. You work yeah, out not? this chest and then you. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, you know. Yeah. 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 So, going in to week seven, as we were saying in pre-pro, we're going to do our homer picks and then one game that we are all looking forward to in week seven with predictions. So, Andrew, let's start with you. Uh, Well, we got the Texans. I think we'll have a bounce back game. I believe uh, we'll beat them like 34-21. 34-21 pack? 34-21 pack. Got a lot of points. Boom. I think this is where they get the John Goodman ass ripping from Revenge of the Nerds, and I think they come out there and it's if they if Texans score double digits, I'll be shocked. And Rogers, thirty five. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. Um, I'm going to give the Packers a big win over the Texans. I agree with Quinn. I think they're going to come out and do well. Now, to me, it's it's. I don't want to say it's a lose lose. But even if you win, people are going to be like, okay, you're not really proving yourself. It's the Texans. Yep. It's like a lose, lose, lose. If you win big, eh, it's the Texans. If you, you only win kind of big, then people are going to be like, well, you should have won bigger. And if you lose, uh, it's, you know, it's whatever. So I should say it's a lose, 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 not a win, win, win. Um, but it does. So I don't think next week, I mean, obviously you want to get on the right track and get a W, but I think people aren't going to take uh, next week's game much into consideration. And the following week, they have the Vikings. So it's oh, like, um, you know, it's going to be. Um, it's going to be a couple of weeks. They got the 49ers coming up in week nine. Um, 14 and two, it's happening. And then in week 10, it's the Jaguars. Man, do they have this shitty of a schedule? Week 11, finally, they have the Colts, a tough team. Good game. But, yeah. you know, they're, they're, their games are going to be measured. Then week 12, the Bears. Uh, That's when it kicks in for the division. So <laughs> it's a couple of weeks before that we're going to see the Packers in a game where I think people are really going to uh, look at the game as being important or being able to gauge where they're at. But, um, that's I how think, they want to uh, be down in the weeds. Ready I to think strike. I think a solid win for the Packers against the Texans. Are we talking about what games we want to see next week? We're or gonna or we're gonna right. yeah, we're going to circle yeah. back. So my homer game is the Bears versus Rams Monday night. <sighs> no I'm a little chance. nervous. I'm a little nervous for this one because the offensive line no for the Bears, as I already now. mentioned, is not good. And Matt Nagy's play calling needs to get better. Just needs to get better. And with Aaron Donald on the Rams. I think Nagy needs, to, Nagy needs to go back to the CFL. So I will say, just because it was, it's a homer pick. <laughs> just so because, no, I'm not high-fiving that. Just because it's a homer pick. That was pick. the previous coach, you moron. Just because it's a homer pick. <laughs> high, high five. Come on, high five for the two. <laughs> Sorry. Just because it's a homer pick, I will say Bears 20, Rams 19. It's only because <laughs> like the Bears way, defense. Gets them the big W and not so much the offense. Well, you guys think you got Robbie Gould still kicking back there or what? Oh, he was so oh good. 
So now this is where we're going to go into the game that you're looking forward to and give the picks of that. For week seven. For week seven. I'll start off. I'll start That's off. That's a good look at that. He I am so over there. He's still <laughs> looking. Uh, Pittsburgh look the versus the Ravens is next week, I do believe. Correct, mm-hmm. Dave? Correct. Yep. So with that game, that is going to be big because the Steelers. No, it's the Titans. It's Pittsburgh versus the Titans, not the Ravens. Sorry. I'll revise that. That's yeah, still a huge. Well, let's just stay with that. That's a huge let's game. They're both that. five and zero. Oh. Pittsburgh versus the Titans. That is going to be smash mouth football. I do, and it's going to be looking good with uh, T.J. Oh, Watt and that defense. Awesome. He's going to get Henry. destroyed by Henry. I am going to go Tennessee Titans. Take care of the Pittsburgh Steelers in that one. Folks. The Ravens have them the following week. Have my, the Steelers, so they get a banged up team. My pick for the game I really want to see next week, and it's a little bit of uh, a little bit of like a, a flipping flipping the uh, the table here. I want to watch the Giants and Eagles game. I was actually the looking Giants at that one too. One, the Giants are one and five. Such a sadist. The Eagles are one four and one. And at some point, when these teams like start getting this shitty, and you have two teams that are just shit in the bed, but in a divisional game, it's kind of like. Eh, you know, who are they coming to play? What do we got going on yeah, here? Gonna make is Eli Manning going to make an appearance? You get him know? on the phone. Get Eli in. <laughs> um, but it's it's the, the NFC East is just a shit show. Well, and so I'm actually kind of excited. And the, here's the funny thing. As of right now, and I say as of right now, because they will totally disrespect them and shift it. But right now, it's a it's a Thursday night game. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, so it's a it's Thursday night. Yeah, national yeah. audience. Tell so. us who's winning, Dave. <laughs> America <laughs> is winning. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the, the, the Giants. <laughs> Giants are gonna win. Eli Manning's gonna make an appearance. Dave, how many victories will they have? They will have two victories. Utah, yeah. give me two. <laughs> All right, Quincy. Uh, the game I'm looking forward to, if I'm looking at it correctly here on the Oaks phone, I am looking forward to the Cincinnati Burroughs taking on the Cleveland Mistake by the Lake Ooh. Browns. <laughs> mistake by the Lake. Cleveland won four and one. Not mm-hmm. the start that nope. Burroughs had hoped for, huh? Cincinnati. Cincinnati, you mean. Yeah, Cincinnati's one four one, but still nope. the, the team Burrows on. Yeah. Team but yeah. what I think is going to happen is I think this is the start of the Browns' downward trajectory. Was this was week, week too, but. and uh, Burrows is going to put the nail in the coffin, and the, all the Cleveland fans are going to be like, all the draft picks we spent on quarterbacks, and we just never got it right. And here comes Cincinnati; they come in. I think Burrows going to have a career day against uh, Cleveland. Against uh, the land, as they say. Dumbest nickname ever, by the way. I had high hopes for Brady Quinn. Did you? Yeah, Everybody so, did. It's so yeah, a, cor- a quarterback from Notre Dame, so they always yeah, think they're well, all going to flourish in the NFL. He didn't and, have Charlie uh, Weiss anymore. And I don't know if it was obvious enough, but my pick uh, were the Cincinnati Burroughs to bury the Browns. Uh, no, see, Andrew. that was actually my exact pick as well for the game to watch, and not because the shit on them like you were, but because it's supposedly – the future of the NFL right there with Baker and Burroughs. Oh, Baker. <laughs> He's on his, hey, it's his third year. It's Burroughs' first. This is it's supposed to be future. a matchup you're supposed to see for the future. You're supposed to see this for the future. Well, I know, but supposedly <laughs> Baker's You're looking at the, the future, future of the NFL here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, guy, does, know. The guy who does the commercials cutting his own grass, that's a winner. Huh. <laughs> 
Hey, I've seen you cut your own grass. I'm not huh, playing quarterback for a professional football team. That's, That's also a commercial. He's getting paid to do it. Something to make uh, fun of him. Maybe not the guy likes mowing his own lawn. Yeah, no shit. Is he on a ride? He's doing, was he on a rider? He's doing man stuff, Quinn. Was he on a you rider? should be patting him on the oh, back. No, it's a, it was a push mower. Oh, oh, saying uh, he's <laughs> not, no, he's no, no one of the quarterbacks using a push mower. <laughs> he was. Get out of here with that crap. <laughs> never, never mind. I retract my statement. If he was on one of those riders, like a zero zero radius. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure uh, Aaron Rodgers is out cutting the grass and Tom Brady's cutting it down in Tampa. All I'm saying is act like you've been there before. Tom Brady cuts his lawn with his scissors. Fantastic. Gets mad when the kids walk on it. But otherwise, <laughs> the other good game, too, to watch is obviously Pittsburgh, Tennessee, that you said. And then uh, what's, a, what's the marquee game supposed to be? Oh, yeah, your Bears. The, the Cowboys, who's Cowboys, who's who's Cowboys and, Red, and the, the Cowboys and the Redskins. I should oh, say Redskins. The NFL football team are playing so... I feel bad for the Cowboys because of Dak Prescott, but that would have been Andy another Dalton. dumpster fire game to watch. Andy but Andy Dal- they have a really good backup, probably one of the better backups. In if the you league. had to have a backup of all the backups to pick from, Andy Dalton's got to be high in the list. Eli Manning. What about uh, he's Brett like, Hundley? Pl- he's like playing golf now. Speaking of quarterbacks, you brought up a great question that we should probably hurry up and answer. Yeah, we should get to that before we run out of time here this week. <laughs> My question to uh, the members of the Bad Medicine Podcast and to all of you listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing to the show is if you were an NFL team this year, would you dump every one of your draft picks to probably the Jets to get Trevor Lawrence? If you were truly a good – like if you were Tennessee and if you could find a way to to just get rid of – yeah, yeah. No belief in To dump everything – to get rid of Tannehill, uh, would you trade all your draft picks plus Tannehill to get Sunshine? Starting with me? Sure. I'll go well, on the table. I, I, I'm not going to use Tennessee Titans as the example. What I, will I use, just use them as my example because I feel they're a quality quarterback away. They got Tannehill. Man, God, man. Uh, I'll, use the Jets. I'll use the Jets. Right okay. now, I don't... Well, they don't need Trevor, to. They're going to get them. Two ways I'm going to look at this real quick. If I was Trevor and the Jets are number one, I'm totally pulling the Eli Manning or I'm staying with... Clemson. For and two, yeah. if I am, uh, we'll say the New York, uh, the Jets are going to be number one. Yep. The Jaguars, will say, is going to have the number two or three top five pick. If I'm the Jaguars, I am trading maybe two first and maybe two thirds and maybe a second in there to get the future so right here and Dave, build around them. Dave's thinking he's using the Madden tra- trade calculator <laughs> over there. Right. Two firsts, two yeah. thirds. Because well, we talk about this because of like how you can they give trade out for a Ricky Williams. Twenty-two, a twenty-three, and a twenty-four. Oh, boy, so. that's risky. I'm, but is it really though? Because I guess You're I'm a little real, biased. I'm, I'm biased towards quarterbacks. I'm looking, I'm looking at it as the Packers have had tons of draft picks over the years. A lot of guys on defense, whatever. Like it's like one out of ten that that hit that are still on the team. So if you can just sacrifice an entire year of draft picks to get a guy who at this point and everyone agrees seems to be the most can't miss quarterback in years to get a guy you could probably plug in and is going to be a winner. I think it's totally worth it. Hall of Fame quarterbacks don't come around that often. <laughs> if what they're saying about him is true. Jeez, if, yeah, yeah, look, yeah, he's yeah. talented. Because, I, I you know, I because wanna, I'm sure a lot of teams are thinking they should trade the farm for Ryan Leaf see, after Peyton Manning. That's not, a, that's not a fair example because back then they didn't have the same type of scouting and they didn't look at the same type of numbers and things and, and, and everything else to judge a player by. <laughs> How are you supposed to watch him without... 
The internet. Exactly. You can't do it. Had, <laughs> yeah, was, they were flying blind. Yeah, in Washington know. State, he had nationally televised games they just did. as many uh, as Peyton Manning. They, 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 they didn't have, have the internet. They didn't have ESPN Plus or ESPN3 to watch them. <laughs> they had the internet. Oh, whatever, Mel Kuyper. Jesus Christ. Dial up internet. But, but don't you how think... How many quarterbacks do they say are... Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, how awesome he was supposedly supposed to be. <laughs> what are you saying that? Mel, all of them and had Trubisky them ranked were. number one. Over Watson and Mahomes. Watson, a was guy two. from North Carolina, and all yes. this being able to see them. Yes, Mahomes was doing great at Texas Tech. Apparently, they didn't have enough. They didn't have ESPN Plus look three look years look ago. But you guys, you guys are making. Now, see, here's the thing, though. But there's a general consensus now with the guys you're saying. <laughs> there was like some detractors. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> is on this guy's bandwagon. I am uh, one of those know, guys. And I would every bet the farm. That's what I'm saying. What do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? It depends which team you are. Your question is look, if you're the Jets, of course. If you're the whatever, of course. But if you've got a team with a decent quarterback and you're gambling on somebody who might not be some Hall of Famer quarterback. Well, I'm not saying the Packers do it. Right. But know? that's what I'm saying is let's yeah. say he comes out and he's even just average. Well, we uh, gave away the farm to get uh, this guy to have an 87 passer rating. <laughs> well, and then, so you're gonna, then you're going to turn into the Bengals of the 90s that continue, that had, what, three number one picks and took like Achilles Smith and took all these quarterbacks that did nothing for them and just kept them in the top five year in and Trevor's year out. not them. I will go on. Trevor's not that. He is not, he is not that guy. You guys Trevor's are going to be good. He's I'm telling you right yeah, now. Yeah, it's it's not even what a question. I, I, I worry that he's going to take joke. a shot from like Sue, and it's going to be it. Uh, yeah, he's like six five and lanky. Oh, like they can't put him on the Marvel diet. <laughs> all of a sudden, he's got twenties. How did that happen? All of a sudden, he's got twenties. No, but my whole point is that I don't see what a team has to lose if you're a perennial basement dweller. <laughs> what do you have to lose by, uh, by well, just like giving away the A perennial basement dweller, maybe. Any yeah. decent team isn't going to. Look, there's a lot. Here's the thing. The Packers there's didn't a lot even of, need their first round pick. There's a lot of. Sh- oh, don't even get me started. There's a lot of shitty teams right now in the NFL. <laughs> Clearly. I mean, a lot. <laughs> yeah. it, pretty much all of them other than Cincinnati, needs a quarterback. Yep. Giants need a quarterback. Jaguars, San Danny Diego. Dimes? <laughs> <laughs> Danny Dimes? Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. Uncle Rico? He's, he, <laughs> he needs weapons around him. His main weapon is gone in Saquon Barkley. Name his receivers. <laughs> exactly. Can Tony Sharp. Khan peel uh, up some more money? Sterling Shepard. Sterling Sharp. But in any regard, uh, yeah, if you're a if you're a dumpster fire of a team, yeah, just give away. But then, then again, if you're a dumpster fire of a team, you gotta have people around the guy. Exactly. It's a lose lose. If you're a dumpster fire of well, a team, you probably don't have a lot of money tied up because that's agency. A, then probably that's the not. That's the thing too. Is if you trade all your draft picks, what are you gonna build around what him? What are you that's gonna build around young? him? You still got a crap team, and you just put a quarterback in the middle of a big fat shit den. So don't don't start him for a year. Next year you'll get your draft picks, and you can go you then. Are, yes. You guys are kind of forgetting free agency is a part of that. Yeah, and you're not giving all your picks away. You're giving he's got a, two. A two he's like, got two two or three wristbands on. Look at this. There's a live strong one. Well, he's, then, what's, he's what's just this? being progressive. He just does that for show. His wrist? He has to make people what's think the, what he does cares. That say? Boobies? Uh, probably says winner. There. There's uh, a better one of them. He's, standing he's, up. he's pretty yeah. well built. You, Look, you he's worried got, about him taking a, a shot? He's got a power vein and yeah. everything. For a, that looks like a monster cable sticking out of his arm. For a 6'5 kid, that's a pretty solid build. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah. He's the future. 
book it. Absolutely. And uh, to your point, uh, Dave, you you were more strategic with your draft picks. If it's me, I'm just saying, push them all, all into the table. In. Wants, take them all. He wants to do the sands. He yeah. wants to do the sands for Ricky Williams. Williams. Rolls, rolls up to the, uh, the the cashier at the grocery store. <laughs> What can I get for this? <laughs> yeah. what, can, what, can I get, what can we get for this? <laughs> wrinkled old dollar. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence? <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, all right. Well, uh, interesting. So we want to hear from you guys yeah. Yeah. about what you think what about you a guy like up? Trevor Lawrence. What would you give up to have him on your team? He's the most can't-miss guy in years, quite honestly. Totally agree. I hesitate, I but we Playing still want to hear ACC. what your answer is. So let us know what you think of Trevor Lawrence. Are you willing to give up an entire year's worth of draft picks just to have Trevor Lawrence? I remember what Graham Harrell doing these same numbers. <sighs> so what else we got going on next week? Uh, big weekend in the WWE. That's right. They're highly anticipated. Hell in a Cell pay-per-view is coming up. Uh, Boring. That's right. (laughs) Quinn? Well, I'm really excited about this year's Hell in a Cell for a couple of reasons. The WWE has been on fire with some of their main event matches as of late. Uh, You guys remember Roman Reigns and Jey Uso? That's got to be one of Roman Reigns' best matches I think he's ever had. I think his new persona with Paul Heyman is working for him, the new viciousness he's showing. I think everything he's doing right now is money, and I think that match, they're they're letting... Here's the thing, right? A lot of guys like to say, oh, the WWE wrestlers are not as good as everybody says, blah, blah, blah. And then what do they do? They go and they put on a match like uh, Jey Uso and Roman Reigns had, or like a Randy Orton might have with uh, with Drew, <laughs> and, it's, and it's just, yeah, or anybody, and it's just incredible. They, it's like a it's you're not even watching wrestling at that point. It's like artwork. It's mm-hmm. so good. Um, so I'm really excited for that match. Uh, those two guys in a steel cage. You know, it's like when you wrestle your friends, or in this case, your family. You're always going to lay it in there a little bit more, mm-hmm. and I think that Make really it a helps. More snug. I think that really helps with the realism of it, and and with what they're going to do. And I think they might let it snap a little bit. Um, two guys who I think are as can't miss as uh, maybe except for Trevor Lawrence would be Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton inside the the hell in a cell. Minute, are they having Andrew pull that one last one back up? Are they having Uso and Roman again? Yes, yes, this time in the in the hell in a cell. And this one Roman's going to end it. Oh, I can't wait to yep. see Paul Heyman. Yeah, I mean, and the he's going to have so much fun around it because he's so Uso great. going to come round and out again? It's enough, fam. I don't know. We'll see. But he's got to get through that cage door. He's going to be like Kane and just rip it off. <laughs> That's the best that Jay Uso's looked. Maybe in the a Rock match. will come out and stop it. Negative. Nah, I don't yeah, think so. wishful thinking. Wishful thinking is yeah, to set up the Roman and the Rock right at now. WrestleMania. Yeah. What's that? Ro- Roman and uh, the Rock at WrestleMania. That would be the start to it. The road to WrestleMania. The road to WrestleMania. They want to take Roman, who's like, "Oh, I'm the chief of the tribe," and the Rock comes in and says, "Oh, guess again, <laughs> guess for me. Guess what, Uso? <laughs> you know that Uso. would be a hard promo to come back from. If like you're coming out as Roman Reigns <laughs> saying you're the man, you're the stud. Rock just comes in. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Worth a quarter they of would, a bit. They, they would never do that. How do you have Roman recover from that? Rock it's comes not, out worth a quarter like the of a billion dollars. <laughs> like, like, uh, no, I'm no. the chief. He's like, easy, yeah, yeah, yeah. easy. <laughs> no. Yeah, but uh, and then another match I'm looking forward to, of course, is Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. I think that's yeah, been fantastic. One. Randy's been delivering. <sighs> Drew's been great. You know, and if you're Drew McIntyre, you got to believe that you know you really want to prove yourself because you're in a situation where you 
won that your first title in the the no fans era i guess you could call it and I think he really wants to come out and prove that he deserves to have it. He deserves to be the guy. And I think he's going to try to put on a fantastic match. And really, could you ask for a better opponent than Randy Orton? I mean, the guy Dude's does going. everything perfect. And now, and are they, they, having, that are they having worker. fans for this at all? Any fans? Because I'm under the understanding that the WWE was allowed to have fans now in Florida. Yeah, so on NXT, they've been having some fans and they're doing the virtual. I'm thinking maybe with Hell in a Cell, they might do a mix of that. Um it is odd, though, because on Raw and SmackDown, it's still all virtual. All virtual. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll kind of see how it works out. Well, um, they could have maybe had an agreement with Amway Center through the month or something, yeah. too. So you could easily have that. Yeah, because there's the whole, if the, the state of Florida, I think, allowed to have regular crowds again, but you still have to abide by the uh, regulations and restrictions that right. the venue right. lays out. So the venue might be like, yeah, still no. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, be it'll be interesting to see and... Uh, God, I just I just can't wait for fans to come back because I just want to see if the reaction for Roman reactions and for, for Roman and Drew and if and if what the WWE has been having their piped in crowd noise react if the crowd is suddenly like no we don't feel that way at all well, like we love this not. guy and you know well, whatever just, just because they were using the crowd noise from WWE two K two A two shout out to Matthew from Botchamania yeah, for Botchamania pointed it out it was freaking hilarious because it even did that like cut and then it was like somebody hit rewind on the cassette tape and then it played again over i do want to say the only thing that interests me now with wwe is honestly just drew and randy yeah uh roman of course yep and then honestly everything from there is just kind of blah well whatever see normally normally i'd agree with you but man i'm telling you these last couple of matches that they've been having on some of the bigger events and even i'll go back to the nxt stuff again these guys have really been up in their game and I, I hate to use I the term I hate to use the term not wrestling WWE style which has been something thrown out there but they're really not they're really kind of going back to what got these guys to be interested by the WWE it's like they're going almost going back to that style and uh they have of course the SmackDown Women's Championship in the Hell in a Cell Bailey versus Sha- Sasha Banks Boy. they're going to go out there and kill themselves um I'll be lucky if Sasha doesn't come out of there with a broken back all the bumps that she takes <laughs> and then when I say boring I'm not cheating on them I'm just saying the story. Because yeah. Because we've seen this a million times. Oh, we're best friends. And, and oh, then we're not. Backstab. Oh, <laughs> and the only thing less believable about it is that it's, it's just wanna, making people think hey, that people still the watch two women poppers. could be friends for like two, three I years and see, not hate I just want to see Bailey gone. Is it? She's, well, she's her, her back thing, to being like uh, a face because she is the worst heel in the history. Okay, so here's, are you here's saying a it's pl- like go away heat? Like you just don't want to see her or you genuinely hate the character? I hate the character. Well, that's what it's supposed to she's, be. Yeah, but it's like, is it supposed to be that corny and cheesy? Like, did they know she was going to suck so bad as a heel? Like, okay, let's try something. It should be the worst heel ever. Not the worst, like people hate her the worst because, you know, whatever of, you know, being shady or whatever. Just because she's so annoying. Like, you know, like when she's... That's what they're going for. Oh, God, it's terrible. Well, but here's the thing. You've got no Charlotte Flair. You've got no Becky Lynch. Mm -hmm. Um, For whatever Mm -hmm. reason, we decided to do nothing with Rhea Ripley, uh, one of their hottest rising female stars, do nothing with. Yeah, you got Bianca Belair, who's maybe not quite as ready as Rhea is and just in terms of uh, wrestling. That's brave. But they really don't have anybody else to to carry it. They've got the top-tier females (laughs) and then, like, everybody else. 
and they're all kind of a, a mix mash That's of last year's very posters. similar, you know? Uh, I'm really hoping, though. I, I, I kind of disagree with you on uh, Bianca Belair. The, she is, I think, 100% ready uh, to go out and crush it. Actually, just throw the strap on her. Title, whatever oh, you want to use. You can't use that terminology. You can't use that. Because, dude, That's she strap. is more than equipped, and she's just the whole total package. Rhea, same thing, though. Right. I do think... Uh, I, just, I, I think those two... sometimes the I know. way they do their stuff. It's well, like, what about Asuka and uh, Lana? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a Who's barn Bray Wyatt right? wrestling? Bray, I think it's Bray and Bliss taking on... Uh, well, actually, I don't even think they're on the card, are they? I don't think they have them on the card yet. The other, I'll just run through it real quick. The other one we have, in case you're not tired of it yet, is Dominic Mysterio <laughs> versus Seth Rollins oh, uh, versus Murphy in a, in a three-way, which should be interesting. But, I mean, Dominic has exceeded my expectations, not on mic work, but, but in, in ring work, yeah, he's, he's, he's been worker. has been excellent. And it's he can get good sympathy. and But it's like, does, do you really Simpy. have to use he's Seth on, on him? Is that what you want to use Seth Rollins for? Is for this, mm-hmm. you know, he has, he's basically been mid-card talent, let's be honest, since he lost, or since he beat Brock and then lost the title, blah, blah, blah. He's been a mid-card guy. And he's he's supposed to be one of your leaders. So um, the other match that I'm kind of looking forward to, I think can be really good is Kevin Owens versus Alistair black. Mm-hmm. These guys have kind of been back and forth at it for a while. Um, if you're fans of NXT, you know what Alistair black can do in the ring guys. Tremendous. A lot of fun to watch. I like him cause he looks different than so many of the other superstars that they have. He's not, you know, not so cookie cutter mm-hmm. and uh, you know, great striking and that sort of thing, which, I know for Diamond Dave, it's kind of hit or miss. Like, how many knee strikes to the face can you take and keep getting up? I know that's kind of your thing, but that's you know, when it, you, it looks great. That's so. when you do it right, and you're like Rollins and yeah, break John Cena's nose over here. <laughs> or like O'Reilly just smashing Finn's jaw now in a couple spots. Yeah, that's uh, a good match, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's what happens, but... So, yeah, so Hell in a Cell coming up. I think it'll be fantastic, definitely worth watching. Um, they had the WWE draft recently, and, um, yeah, it happened. So if you want to know about it, go back and look. But, you know, the thing is it never matters anyways because they always let guys jump back and forth to brands, and they come up with some stupid reason why they can do it. Oh, they're allowed to do it three times in a year, or there's been a trade. Like, how is The Miz able to just trade away Mandy Rose? Like, it makes no yeah. sense. So the draft, take it for what it's worth. That was the big news with WWE. So, hey, we'll have to see what happens with Hell in a Cell uh, coming up and have to see how a lot of tag teams got broken up, a lot is of different guys on different brands. in Hell in a Cell? Uh, Let us know. Are us you, know. are me, are we all interested in yeah. One thing Hell I want to tap uh, on Hell. real quick, and then we've got a fun, a we've got another, uh, I guess you could call it another challenge here this week for Somewhat. you guys, somewhat yeah. of a challenge. One thing I wanted to <laughs> tap on real quick is everybody knows by now on October 6th, we lost arguably one of the greatest, if not the greatest guitarist of all time, Eddie Van Halen. Uh, he yes. not only uh, just entertained, uh, you know, an entire generation of, of fans, he really, and I know it's a strong word, revolutionized the way people play guitar and the way people look at what can all be done with the instrument. Now, there's people that will argue that uh, people had Eddie's style before him, but look, Make no bones about it. Eddie Van Halen was a revolutionary on the guitar. 
Um, you know, musicians left and right have come out with just great stories about Eddie from his bandmates to Gene Simmons from Kiss, who kind of d- discovered Eddie in the early 70s. A lot of people didn't know that, yep. that Gene was one of the first ones to try to get this kid on the map. Um, but they were just an incredible band. Um, Van Halen, one of the very few bands to be able to lose a lead singer and David Lee Roth, come back with another lead singer and actually have uh, just as much success. Uh, there's a lot of people out there who will yeah, yeah, there's, dabble it's, it's into the argument are you on? or are you on Hagar or... Yeah. But their popularity never faded. Popularity yes. didn't fade. You no. know, they. Um, you know, it's interesting. I've been watching all these documentaries about Eddie Van Halen. Obviously, a huge Van Halen fan. All all things eighties. No. Um, no. But I've never seen a lot of these documentaries. Not um, a casual fan. So not not a casual Van Halen <laughs> fan at all. But some really cool stuff about him. Um, one of the favorite things that I learned about Eddie Van Halen was his original Frankenstrat, which of course everybody knows his red, black, and white guitar. Mm-hmm. But I I didn't know. And I don't, I don't know how many people know. Obviously, like hardcore guitarists would know. He basically, they call it a Frankenstrat because he pieced together that guitar out of all different things. He didn't have the money to buy the guitars he wanted when he was a kid, so he was always tinkering with guitars and doing crazy stuff. Andrew, look up. It's Franken, like the beginning of Frankenstein, and Strat, just S-T-R. That one? Yeah. Um, but so the actual Frankenstrat, now this one isn't, uh, I don't know if that's the original one, but the original guitar that he put together, and, and if for the hardcore Eddie Van Halen fans, please forgive me if that is his original, like he played with his original throughout his tour. They're just yelling They're at like, their phones ah, right you. now. Get it um, right. But in any regard, so this has been huge news. So everybody's been talking about all things Van Halen, again, all his former uh, bandmates. In, uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's the original. Yeah. You can see where he's got, uh, <laughs> he's got a quarter here that he's screwed. Like an, I think it's a 1972 quarter somewhere on there. He's got wires. It's all, it's all beat up. I mean, some of the knobs he said didn't even work for what they were meant for. <laughs> he's got an eye bolt up there for a strap for crying out loud. Yeah, he, he got just, that from the hardware yeah, store. Yeah, so he just, you know, he put this thing together yeah. out of necessity. The paint job was, he said, never anything he intended on. He just started spray painting it. The the wear and tear on it was real. Um, but uh, so a lot of really cool Van Halen stuff coming out. But the interesting thing um, that I that I that I just saw on the internet today was that um, the original frontman from Van Halen, David Lee Roth, is now saying that he wants to be the king of Las Vegas. Now we know that Las Vegas is famous for these um Elvis, you know, for people have uh you know they'll, they'll be the residents there as they call it. You know, you're a, a a Vegas resident at a hotel or a casino and if people want to come and see you, you put on the show every night. We've had Celine Dion, you've had JLo, you've had I mean all the biggest bands that have been out there. Share a Britney. Billy I mean, Joel might have been yeah, out Billy there. Yeah, Billy Joel. Yeah, those guys. Um so many big names names um, instead of touring uh, they say look we'll let the fans come to us and so they have these residencies in Las Vegas and David Lee Roth came out and said he wants to be the king of Las Vegas um, and this was reported on ultimateclassicrock.com now he actually said this um, this was prior to Eddie's passing so this wasn't disrespectful to Eddie's passing but he did say it knowing that uh, the, the the people close to him knew apparently that things were really bad for Eddie. Um, and some of them had alluded. In 2019, in an interview, David Lee Roth said the band was finished. 
He said there's no, they're not coming back. Now, we know they came back for a reunion tour, and they were playing all the way up until 2015 with David Lee Roth and Eddie Van Halen's son Wolfgang yep. as the mm-hmm. bassist replacing Michael Anthony. Um, so when, when David said in 2019, now the band's done, he knew that Eddie's health problems were really bad. And Van Halen doesn't play without Van Halen. Van Halen could probably play, you know, with whoever as a bass guitarist, maybe even play without Alex Van Halen as the drummer. Ooh, I, I think you that. I know, I know. Yeah. But I, th- I think as long as you have Eddie and either David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar, you have Van Halen. Van Halen. But they can't play anymore without Eddie. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting, and um, what I wanted to get people's feedback on, what I wanted to talk about was, is David Lee Roth alone by himself as a standalone name? Now, we know he had a moderately successful solo career after I leaving. After, <laughs> yeah, that. Skibbity-bobbity-skibbity-doop. Just like living in paradise. But now... People just look back at him as you know, as, as I think one mostly just Van Halen. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. with Come Eddie on. having passed, I don't know that at any sort of big venue. I think you can maybe put him at like a Hard Rock Cafe, which is like a still like a mid yeah, like a First uh, Avenue a mid card, <laughs> mid you know, card, Las, a mid card Las Vegas hotel. Yeah. I think you can put him there in a solo thing, but I just don't think that. Um, I don't think that David Lee Roth, now that uh, without Van Halen, I don't think David Lee Roth can be the king of Las Vegas. I certainly don't think he's going to get a residency at the Wynn or the Bellagio or any place like that. And he's had some recent performances. I mean, it was pretty decent when they came back, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, five, seven or Who eight years ago, tat- whatever. Yeah, Tattoo I mean, was great. He was pretty, was you know, I mean, he was pretty decent when Van Halen came back, you know, yeah, and they yeah. were playing with yeah. Eddie's kid and stuff. Yep. But in some of his recent shows, if you guys go look up like Eddie or like David Lee Roth, like 2019 and stuff, <laughs> they were real bad. He was drunk and couldn't sing and stuff. And I, I just found it as an, as an 80s music fan interesting, all the talk about Eddie Van Halen, that David Lee Roth wants to try to take over Las Vegas. I mean, any of you guys disagree with me? I don't think he, I, I, like I, don't I said, think, I think I, I, not, not his name himself. I mean, the other previous acts that you've mentioned have numerous hits themselves that they did not with uh not with like groups yeah yeah and i think i think the big difference with with david lee roth is that a lot of those you know singers and acts that have gone and you know been residents in vegas they had such more of a broad appeal i mean you know granted you know guys like us we all love van halen but i don't think you're gonna get a lot of you know like I don't think a lot of women our age would go to see Van Halen. I think it's going to be a bunch of dudes, you know, who are '80s nostalgic and, and and love it and that sort of thing. That's who's going to be going. Where I think those other bands, like I think, like if Billy Joel goes, I think you could arguably get people. Yeah, our but age so that's the other thing is like a lot of the men, people women. who have residencies in Las Vegas are solo artists mm-hmm. because right. you know. So like, look, Cher is just Cher. J Lo's J Lo. Janet Jackson's Janet Jackson. You know, Billy Joel's Billy Joel. You know, you have all these artists that have residencies in Las Vegas. Um, David Lee Roth, granted, he can sing. He can sing all. He can sing all Van Halen songs, but just him alone, people are going to. I don't think it's a big enough draw. No, I don't think so either. Like I I said, I think he can play at some smaller places. People who are in Vegas to be in Vegas might go catch. Go. I mean, if you were in Vegas, you'd go. I'd go if I was in Vegas. I wouldn't go to Vegas. I'll go to Vegas to see a big band. I'm not going to Vegas to, to see, see David Lee Roth. But what if he's opening for the Blue Man Group? We want to know get. what you guys yeah. think. Do you think David Lee Roth uh, alone um, can be a successful Las Vegas show? Would you go to 
Las Vegas just to see David Lee Roth? Uh, and if the answer there is no, if you're already in Las Vegas and don't really have solid plans, would you catch a concert? So let us know. Drop a comment below. But we've got uh, another... Quick story quick, though, is uh, Chris Jericho did have tights made in remembrance of the Franken guitar back when he was in WWE, his first, like his first ever step oh, back in the like early to... 2000s. I think you're going to... He mentioned that story on his Twitter. I think yeah. with Eddie's passing, you're going to see a lot of, uh, of Frankenstrat uh, like gear and yeah. merchandise and designs. Yeah, I merch. want to get... I want to get like a denim jacket with it yeah. covered in that. that and the thing cool. is, is you could... Look, all look. You guys out there want to make one? All he did was use some masking tape, thick yeah. masking tape, and spray paint, and just did it himself. And I don't think you have to have those exact lines. I think if you have something that's predominantly red with that that style, um, I think uh, I think people will get it. So yeah. I'm gonna do a denim jacket like that. It's gonna, gonna be sweet. awesome. Andrew, you ready? Oh. Yeah, I'm ready. What are to, we ready for? All right. So, right. You, so you guys know, friend of the podcast and top fan of our Facebook page, wanted me to let that Katie was the one that helped out with this. All right. Well, thank you very much for that, Katie. You, I've Katie. had a handful of people message me. My cousin Anna out in California was one of the first ones to message me. That's how I found out about it. I got a message on Facebook. So thank you to my cousin Ann Bay Erickson out in California. She's like, she's seen the other challenges that we've done. So you guys have seen, we've done the Little Nitro, which is a gummy bear challenge. Nine yeah. million Scovilles, the hottest gummy bear in the world. We have done the Packy One Chip yep. Challenge. You guys can check all these previous videos out. Just go to our back medicine page either scroll down or just search it dave will have the links i'll have a link probably so somewhere it's a little bit um we were uh, i don't want to say behind the ball but once we started doing challenges we joined in on existing challenges now this is brand new so we are right on the front lines with this particular <laughs> challenge well, i haven't by I'm, we you mean you three yeah, because yeah, oh, look at Andrew's all. Go ahead and take five. Andrew's all geared up and ready to go. So Dunkin' Donuts Commentary. has released a ghost pepper donut. Hmm. Okay, and so of hmm. course Katie went and got these donuts for us. We said we're going to do this live on the podcast. The only thing, Andrew, I'm going to ask that you grab. Um, some paper towels because I don't want to grab this with my bare hands. Oh, I was going to yeah. say you should have Quinn who's doing nothing. And I didn't get I didn't get because gloves. where I'm seated. I'm in the middle. What do you want me so to do? I'm a little Dave. bit. No, no, no it's, it's just the icing. Just right. don't touch. Right. I'll take the top. All one. right, here we go. Just in case. So anyhow, um, Andrew, do we have any information on how hot these things are? Can you pull up the Dunkin' Donuts? Speaking of, I think I got spicy ghost pepper donut. Now Dave's saying, oh shoot, I got some on my hands. <laughs> what a whim. All right, so it looks just like a regular donut. You guys can see it's like glazed. Um, just looks like it's uh, a pink glaze on the, not glaze, like sprinkles. On I the don't donut. think it's going to be that high. How gentlemen. does it smell there? It smells good. Actually, it smells like a fantastic donut. Yeah, take a good long whiff, though. It's, it smells a little hot. It smells like cherries it, I to don't, me. Is, is, it, is, it, is it like it cinnamon delicious? hot? Andrew, can you Google this thing to see if it says anything about it, other than it's a ghost pepper donut? Around a million Scoville heat. Ooh, so oh, it's so that's hot. Not bad. So it's well, it's it's a third. Of, it's a third. Yeah, it's a ninth of the nitro, and it's a third of like the chip. All right. Yeah. So you're um, so disappointed. Well, you know what? We're not really going to name uh, set up a clock, but Quinn, can you? You know what? Actually, let's do it. Let's. You know what? Just for the interest, just sure, in we'll case, get the clock going. something's different. Let's get a clock going here. My computer. Andrew here. needs like Oops. ten in order to affect and realize that. What right am I doing here? You gotta go to your stopwatch. There it is. Okay, and I got it now, guys. Let us know when you're ready. And 
Go. All right, here we go. The Dunkin' Donuts Ghost Pepper Donut Challenge. Oh, remember, it's just Dunkin'. Because they dropped donuts last year. They dropped donuts. They dropped donuts. We'll eat, guys. It's the Dunkin'. Look at that jaw, ladies and gentlemen. I used to take the whole thing. That's good. Not bad. Now, now for me, the big test is Diamond Dave over there because he's tapped out of the challenges pretty early in the past. This is sweet enough that I think he'll like it. So it tastes, it tastes, tastes great. Mm -hmm. Like a very sweet, almost like a cherry ish. I think it's strawberry that they went with. Strawberry. It's like those uh, heat, it's like sucking like a a heated jawbreaker. I'm not getting a lot of heat off this thing. Mm -mm. No. No heat. That's probably meant to have with your coffee in the morning. I mean, it's a little spicy. Yeah, on the roof a, of my mouth. There's a hint of spice, but it's good. <laughs> you never have to give me like, oh, you want to <laughs> try this? some ice cream. You want to try this donut challenge? <laughs> yeah, well, why not? <laughs> a challenge for how you eat donuts? So darn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, there's no heat. No heat at all or no. just I mean, nothing? It's I, very I moderately it, yeah. spicy. You get a little like tingle. It's like having like a jalapeno. Okay. Or a hot I'm, jawbreaker. I wouldn't even say a jalapeno. Jawbreaker. Jawbreaker? I'd, I'd, I'd oh, say okay. some, Yeah. A jawbreaker with heat. We won't even bother keeping that. No. <laughs> we don't need to keep time on this one. They really, just in the interest of, we'll let it. I let think it they mar- just did it to put it out there, but then didn't want to scare people. We'll let it marinate yeah. for a minute here, okay? Yeah. And just mm-hmm. see. Well, they sold three of them today, so I mean, <sighs> maybe it's working. Guy at work the other day had a nine. He he bought all of them that they had and had oh, brought really? a nine. <laughs> it's Honestly. not. Um, it t- tastes really good. So it's a good donut. Mm-hmm. It's not very hot, um, and I mean not hot at all. I was at uh, Houdini's last night. Daisha and I kind of went out for our last like. Uh, oh, Houdini's. Yeah, that's last, like five star. Yeah, right. Um, but we went out for like no, it's a nice place. It is, we, it's awesome. We went out for our yeah, but I'm just saying like five star. So we went it's out for our last like kind of like you know date night before the baby comes yeah. because any day doing ten days yeah. So we didn't want to be out like at a restaurant on a Saturday night. <laughs> when I was working at TGI Fridays, a woman's water broke while she was out to dinner. So I was like. We don't want to be those Oof, people. Um, that's how bad our yeah. service. But I had a want uh, to have a baby to get service around. I here. had the Nashville <laughs> hot chicken sandwich. So a lot of you know they're kind of doing that you now. Mm-hmm. A lot of different mm-hmm. restaurants. Buffalo Wild Wings has their version of the Nashville hot chicken sandwich. It's pretty hot. And I will say that Houdini's in Appleton, delicious chicken sandwich, fried chicken sandwich. But it was, it was hot. And the thing is with the sandwich, and I've said this about wings and other hot food challenges, like when you get it on your lips, I always think that's the worst. Yeah, your lips turn purple. Ever. <laughs> that's the worst part of it. It takes forever, and you can't really, you know, like you drink milk or eat ice cream or whatever, you're fine. But that was significantly hotter than this donut. So I will say this is a very good donut. So if you mm-hmm. are looking for a tasty donut, um, I would definitely go for this if you're thinking like because at first I was like, okay, how's that going to be with like a spicy? Is it going to be like yeah, sweet yeah, and spicy? Sugary, yeah. Is it just going to be some that tastes all funky? It's a very good tasting donut, very and it's good. got a very very tiny spice to it. So, so, it was, so first ever pepper packed donut served nationwide brings a heat with strawberry flavored icing, featuring a bold mm-hmm. cayenne and ghost pepper spice blend. A blend. That is key. Not. It is a very, very mild. Now, granted, this is from somebody who's a a Terminator, somebody who likes spicy food, and somebody who 
if if Dave can handle this thing, I think that <laughs> yeah, I think that speaks for itself. So we don't, um, you know, we don't want to finish the uh, this week's podcast on something anticlimactic, but it is a very tasty donut that I will say. So, but it's no, good. I would I would say still try it. You know, definitely go in. Maybe we could. Um, Andrew's like, I didn't need the sweatband. Maybe we could have. Maybe we got to eat like five of them. What if Duncan's gonna call us out? Yeah, well, you pussies only ate one. Oh, shucks! They just it. sent me a dozen donuts. <laughs> oh, is that what we got to do next week? Come forms. back and do five balls in your court, Duncan. So um, we we want to do. We're gonna do the. We're gonna do the old school challenge one of these weeks. The old chubby bunny. Where That's right. My brother. My brother's like, bunny. bro. He's like, dude. He's like, you're kind of choking. Don't do that. Which <laughs> there is a choke hazard to that. But he also, as a dentist, knows <laughs> I have a giant mouth and diamond. Is confident that I can win. Diamond Dave is like a part-time EMT. He was. My brother said us he a was. Heimlich. My brother said he was cringing a little bit when we were doing the um, the, the the challenges. And oh, I said, the beer bottle. Uh, the yeah, basketball. He's like, he's like, I could just see one flying up and chipping tooth. somebody's tooth. I'm like, it doesn't fly up that fast, <laughs> yeah. you know. It kind of just bounces back up. But uh, it's because I, I had to inflate the ball more. Just ping, just right into it. So on a quick answer scale, one to five, what would you rate it? Two and a half. And this is strictly heat. We're basing yeah. it on strictly heat. Two so and a half. Yeah. That's being that's being generous. I'm gonna give it a point five. Do I gotta do I gotta do even a- numbers? Half an answer? <laughs> It'd yeah. make less editing for me, but I can do it though. I can do a point okay, five. Okay, fine, 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 fine. A two. I can do a point five. I'm doing a one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. For for heat again. One answer for you. flavor. I was, I was giving Delicious. it a flavor, and yeah, flavor. that's oh, what I was. Oh, hey, so if we're talking about a tasty skewed. donut. Heat wise, it's a, a zero. This is a good. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Okay, heat wise, zero. Yeah, oh, no, zero. Answers. <laughs> flavor, <laughs> no answers. Flavor <laughs> wise, <laughs> it was very, it was very good. I will go yeah, eat. Quint, I will Quint, go eat more. You could have yeah. easily have had this donut. Heat wise, this isn't, I just this isn't said us one. having a bunch of strawberry donuts and then giving you the donuts for one later. No, we literally had a good rib though. I mean, you could tell there's a tiny bit of spice. There's tiny. It'd be like Very putting tough. like a yeah. little stuff. Yeah. We're gonna Andrew's gonna stuff the the gummy bear in the middle. <laughs> a little nitro in there. <laughs> why a, is it so chewy? <laughs> why is it so chewy in the middle? <laughs> Never mind. Just eat your burger. <laughs> That's that solely makes it good. <laughs> well, why, so why you guys going to why you guys going to Aspen? Why don't you eat up and we'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, man. How's your burger? How's your burger? <laughs> Uh, How's your first? All right, so for Diamond Dave Damone, the Appleton Oak man of 12,500 poses, he upped the ante. Yeah, whatever. Mason Quinn, he'll come to your house and he'll swing an axe for free. Or mow your lawn with a push mower. (laughs) Like, comment, and subscribe. (laughs) And, of course, the answer. Good night now. Keep those comments coming. Give me two.